0: taking our freedoms back. Join me in today's episode as I talk about our rights, our freedoms, why they're so important, some interesting updates, such as the new microchip being developed by the Pentagon and more. I'm your host, Amanda Ensing, and you are tuning in to Liberty Before Lipstick. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of Liberty Before Lipstick. I hope everyone is doing well. Today I want to talk about taking our freedoms back as well as a few interesting news updates. Freedom is something that is talked about so often, yet I feel like many people don't quite understand the depth and the gravity of what it means and what it means to have it. So if you look up freedom in the dictionary, here are a few definitions. The power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. Absence of subjection to foreign domination or despotic government. The state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. In addition to these definitions, it's important to know that freedom is something you're born with. Freedom is your natural-born, God-given right. And it's sad that it's not upheld, it's not respected in every country and government in the world. You know, there are communist countries, and there are dictatorships, and those people are being robbed of their natural-born freedom. Living in the USA is something that I cherish. It's something that I'm grateful for. And to be honest, it wasn't until the last couple of years that I really started to understand just how blessed I am to be here and to have all of the resources and opportunities that we have here. And if I could be blunt for just a moment, I feel like many Americans didn't realize how blessed they were until the last year. Didn't quite understand what freedom was until it started to be taken away bit by bit. Regardless of where you fall on the political spectrum, red, blue, somewhere in between, whether you practice faith or no faith, you know, regardless of your views and your beliefs, I think all of us want to be free. We all want to have freedom and we all want to live our life freely. Freedom to me is peace. It's joy. It's happiness. It's the way God intended us to live. So it may seem like something so simple to just share the definition of freedom, but I hope if you've never thought of what it actually means before, you'll go and think about it a little bit more after this episode. During election last year, many Democrats talked about how if Trump was reelected, many people would lose their rights, yet they could never tell us what rights were being infringed upon. Fast forward now to the Biden administration, and we are seeing our country currently crumble day after day, and we are seeing rights being chipped away at, things that I never thought I would see in our country. Biden went on TV and said that our constitutional amendments are not absolute. He called for Congress to be able to enter homes without search warrants and to be able to seize firearms. This coming from an administration who cried defund the police, now wants to give the police the power to enter your home without your permission. We're seeing a humanitarian crisis at the border. You can check my border crisis episode if you haven't listened to that already. We are seeing record historical numbers of minors and people entering this country who are now being smuggled, trafficked, as well as drug cartel crime is up. The riots and violence seem to be at an all-time high. Anytime you turn on the TV or get on social media, everything is about the COVID-19 vaccine and how you need it. The Biden administration is also saying voter ID now is racist. We shouldn't know who is actually voting in this country. I also have a whole episode on that. Last year, the Biden administration said that they wouldn't pack the courts. And now that's exactly what they're trying to do. It truly feels as if there is no one in control of our country right now. The America you knew a year ago is no longer here. So much can change in a year. And we are watching right before our eyes. Our country seem like it's taken away from us bit by bit. And if you don't know what I'm talking about right now, I suggest you start doing your research if you want to keep your freedom. One of the reasons I started this podcast was not to influence you how to think or to think like I do, but just to inspire you and encourage you to think for yourself, to question everything to do your own research past the mainstream narrative, because I woke up quite some time ago and I realized the fight is not between each other. It's not between conservatives and liberals. It's the people versus the establishment. I feel like I'm talking about COVID in every episode now, but it's everywhere we look. Anytime we turn on the TV, anytime we get on social media, it's all over the news. Last week, Pentagon scientists developed microchip that detects COVID before symptoms when placed under the skin. For years and perhaps decades, Christians were mocked and made fun of for saying microchips would happen. It was, oh, it's just a Christian conspiracy theory. Oh, that's just Christians thinking in some mark of the beast. It's just Christians being Christians. Same thing with the vaccine passports. There were also multiple media sources writing article after article last year saying, oh, (laughs) vaccine passports would never happen. It's a conspiracy theory. Same with a microchip, yet here we are. This year, there have been many things that were called conspiracy theory that have now come to light. Pentagon researchers developed a microchip that could be inserted under the skin to detect COVID-19 infection before a person begins showing symptoms. It's a sensor, said Dr. Matt Hepburn, an infectious disease physician, and retired Army colonel. That tiny green thing in there you put underneath your skin, and what that tells you is that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body, and that signal means you're going to have symptoms tomorrow. The technology was developed by the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, a top-secret unit launched during the Cold War era that studies emerging technologies and how they can be applied for use in the military. Hepburn refers to the microchip like a check engine light on a car. That it alerts you of a positive COVID 19 infection and directs you to take a test to confirm the result. We can have that information in three to five minutes, Hepburn said. Another DARPA scientist, Dr. James Crow, said the unit eventually hopes to wade into vaccine development. This is also something that's been called conspiracy theory that vaccines would never have trackers, they would never be alive, there would never be any kind of alive technology in them. But here you have a scientist saying, They hope to put it into vaccine development. Government and microchip should never be in the same sentence. If this does not concern you, I'm just curious to know what your train of thought is. Because if you think the government is here to help you, you haven't been paying attention. I would think any logical person would first ask, why do you need a microchip to tell you that you have a deadly virus? If this is a virus that is so deadly, why do you need a microchip and then another test to tell you that you have it. Now, I know the government doctors will tell you that there is asymptomatic transmission, but there have been several new studies to say otherwise. A study of 10 million people in Wuhan, China, found that asymptomatic spread of COVID-19 did not occur at all, thus undermining the need for lockdowns, which are built on the premise of the virus being unwittingly spread by infectious asymptomatic people. This particular study was published in November in the scientific journal Nature Communications and was compiled by 19 scientists. These scientists are from scientific institutions across China, as well as the UK and Australia. This study focused on the residents of Wuhan, which was ground zero for COVID-19, where almost 10 million people took part in a screening program between May 14th and June 1st. As we've seen in America and around the world, asymptomatic transmission has been the underlying justification of lockdowns all across the world. Now, COVID-19 is very real, and a lot of people have died. It's not something to be taken lightly. But following the science means changing regulations and changing science as results and studies come forth. I think a lot of people are so used to listening to whatever the mainstream tells them, That they shut off their own critical thinking and just believe whatever they're told and don't ask questions, whether it's what they're used to or it makes them uncomfortable to question they may be being told a lie. When studies on asymptomatic transmission started coming out, I saw a lot of people get really offended. Maybe some people felt as if they were duped, but many people were fighting the science saying, this isn't right. How dare they write something like this? But this is a study of almost 10 million people. How can you be upset with what a study finds if it's science? Science shouldn't have an agenda. Perhaps a lot of people realize subconsciously that not all science is true. That some science can be bought and paid for. I mean, look at studies decades ago when they said cigarettes were safe for pregnant women to be smoking. I believe with enough money, anything can be paid for. And that includes science. And it's sad and hard to think about. But if you look back in history, all the things that were clearly not safe that the government promoted, people thought they were because the government said so. And even with the vaccine, who's promoting it? You have those who are invested in the vaccine as well as vaccine manufacturers promoting it. That's not science. That's promotion. That's an ad. Any logical person would ask themselves, if this virus is so deadly, how come I need a test just to know if I have it? Why would I need a microchip and then another test? to tell me I have it if I have no symptoms. If you've ever had the flu, it can be excruciating. I had the flu one time in my life, and it was one of the worst weeks of pain. I would never wish it on anyone. I definitely didn't need a test to know that I was sick. When it comes to the vaccine, everyone has to make their own individual choice, not based on what anyone else says, not based on what I say, based on your personal choice. But to make that choice, you have to educate yourself. And you have to know what's in the vaccine, what it means to get it, what are the effects? You need to know everything about it because this is something you are injecting into your body. And no one can force you to do this. This is something that you have to comply to and want to get for yourself, and if not, you don't. Everyone has that choice to make. We are moving into a digital age where everything is digital, technology, You have Elon Musk now putting chips into monkeys' brains and pigs' brains and controlling a monkey who's playing a video game. He wants to put those chips into humans, and the surgeries will be performed by robots. I've watched so many conferences on that, and it's one of those things where it seems like we're moving away from what it means to be human. Everything's going towards AI, and it's a very scary time, if I'm honest. But even in this crazy time in our world, The one thing you need to know is that we are in control, and we hold the power. No one can tell you what to do with your body. I want to read to you your unalienable rights. These are inherent, sovereign, natural rights that existed before the creation of the state. They can never be taken away, diminished, altered, or levied by the state, except by due process of law. Nor can any unalienable right be fundamentally removed or waived by contract. The first, which is my favorite, the right to life, freedom, health, and the pursuit of happiness, the right to contract or not to contract, which is unlimited, the right to earn a living income by being compensated with wages or a salary in a fair exchange for one's work, the right to travel in the ordinary course of one's life and business, the right to privacy and confidentiality free from unwarranted invasion, the right to own and hold property lawfully without trespass. The right to self-defense when threatened with harm, loss, or deceit. The right to do process of law with notice and opportunity to defend. The right to be presumed innocent, suffering no detention or arrest, no search or seizure without reasonable cause. The right to remain silent when accused to avoid self-incrimination. The right to equality in the eyes of the law and to equal representation. The right to trial by jury, being an impartial panel of one's peers. The right to appeal in law against conviction or sentence or both. The right to expose knowledge necessary to one's rights and freedoms. The right to peaceful association, assembly, expression, and protest. The right to practice a religion and to have beliefs of one's choosing. The right to love and to consensual marriage with children as a family. The right to security from abuse, persecution, tyranny, and war. The right to refuse to kill under command by reason of conscience. And the right to live in peace and be left alone when law-abiding. Surely the most critical failure of the people is their failure to ensure the teaching and common knowledge of their unalienable rights. If you do not know your rights, you effectively have none by the path of ignorance, whether by apathy or deception. The people arrive in a state's exploitation, oppression, and tyranny. Why are we not taught this in school? We are taught so many pointless things that we never use once we leave school, and we're not taught our unalienable rights. If you don't know your unalienable rights, start memorizing them. I want to read to you this little picture that I saw online, and it says, Stop calling it quarantine. Quarantine is for the sick. This is house arrest. Stop calling it social distancing. There is nothing social about forced isolation. Stop saying safer at home, because for millions of Americans in abusive situations and with mental health struggles, their home is anything but safe. Stop saying this is for the greater good. Every single person and every single business is essential. And most of all, stop saying new normal, because there is nothing normal about any of this. In the last year, I have seen so many people willingly give up their rights and freedoms because they didn't know that they had them. And usually by the time you realize the rights you had, it's already too late. Look at what's happened to small businesses in the last year. How many of them in your town have gone out of business or are struggling severely from lockdowns and not being able to open because the government has told them their business is not essential? Who gave government the power to tell you your business is is not essential, because every business is essential, because it provides someone with an income that is essential to their survival. And if you've told someone their business is not essential, you're telling them that their right to earn a living for their family is not important. I don't care who this offends, but my freedom does not end where your media-induced fear begins. And you may think if you're giving up your freedom, it's your choice. But if you give up your freedom, you're giving it up for all of us. You're giving up my freedom as well. You're giving up your future generation's freedom. Freedom is not something you can choose to opt out of for a season. Once you give it up, it's gone. The only way to take our freedoms back and to protect them is to stand up for your beliefs and to live your life free. This may be a hard pill to swallow, but if you're silent about your beliefs because you're worried what someone will think about you or you're worried about your job, then your beliefs really aren't that important to you. And I'm saying this out of love. I'm not saying this judging you if you're one of those people that's been afraid to say anything. We've all been there. We've all been at a place where we feel like, I can't speak up. I'm going to lose my job. People are going to unfollow me. I'm going to lose friends. What is my family going to think? Well, we are way past that point. If you've seen, there are people from every industry, every vertical using their platforms and their voices right now. You have me from beauty, you have people in fitness, people in entertainment, people in lifestyle, cooking. I mean, people all across the country who have never spoken out for our freedoms and for our country before are using their platforms, yelling at the top of their lungs like, hey, we love this country, we wanna keep this country. And if you think nothing is happening right now and none of our rights are being infringed upon, you have privilege. If you have the privilege to shut off everything and not worry about what's going on around you and not care about future generations or the future of this country, it's selfish. And you might say, oh, well, politics stresses me out. And I know that's also very true for a lot of people. But you're here listening to this episode right now. So you want to learn if you're that person that's always been stressed always kind of shied away from current events. But the truth is always the truth. You can try to block it out. You can try to ignore it. But the truth will always remain the truth. Ignoring what's happening in our country and in the world right now is like going out for a morning jog. Only your whole neighborhood is burning down. Yet you don't care. You run as normal. And you come back thinking that your house won't burn down as well. When freedom is gone, that means there is nothing left. And I think one of the biggest things that holds people back from using their voice is fear. But it doesn't matter what anyone else says. You'll have people that will love you. You'll have people that don't like you because of what you stand for. But at least everyone knows who you are. At least you can now really be free and no longer feel like you have to hide your beliefs or your voice. You get to stand up and fight for something. And above all, God will know where your heart is do you want to know how we take our freedoms back? It's by knowing what our rights and freedoms are and by standing firm and being unwavering in keeping them. If you're someone who's going to wait for the government to tell you when you can have your freedoms back, what you can do and what you can't do, then you're not really living free. We are living in historical and biblical times right now. This is a spiritual warfare. This is a war between good and evil. God is moving. God is working. And you have to ask yourself, if not now, then when? And ask God. Ask him for courage, for strength, for clarity, for truth. We live in a society right now where so many people are offended by truth. They've been told a lie for so long. They've convinced themselves that it's real. And anyone that goes against that narrative... Is looked at as a conspiracy theorist or using their faith for hate or not following the science. But take a look around you. Take a look at how many things have come true in the last couple of months alone. If you find yourself agreeing with everything the government says, everything that big businesses say, you're not on the side of the people. You're not part of a revival because the government and these big businesses will always only care about itself. It has never been about us fighting with each other, but currently in our country, that's all anyone is doing. Everyone is so busy fighting with each other, we're not paying attention at what's happening to our freedoms, at what's happening in government. If you care about this country and everyone in it, you'll stop fighting with each other and start waking up to what's happening and seeing that our freedoms are very much in jeopardy. Block out the mainstream, And start doing your own research and your own thinking. And if you're treated as an outcast, look at it as a compliment. John 15, 19 reminds us, If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. If you're a Jesus follower, a Christian, you know that we don't bow down to culture. I wasn't born to fit in. I was born to follow my purpose through God that he has for me and to always seek truth and to speak truth, even when it's unpopular, even if it gets censored. Now's the time for every American to stand up for their freedom and to stand up for each other. As Ephesians 4.2 says, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. I challenge everyone listening today to stand up for something you believe in. If you stand for something, you won't fall for anything. You will stand proud in your beliefs, in your views, and you will truly live free. Thanks for tuning in to episode 9 of Liberty Before Lipstick. Please don't forget to subscribe and to download this podcast episode and to share it with a friend. Spread it far and wide and get the conversation going with people that you know. You can also find me on YouTube and Instagram, so give me a follow there. I've recently been shadow banned, so it helps me out a lot when you follow and engage with my content. I hope everyone has a great week. God bless, and I'll catch you in my brand new episode on Thursday.